1: Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games, hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasilo, and with me, as always.
2: Ben Vanel here, Tommy, thanks for the introduction. Joining us as always, rounding out the trio. It's a man wearing a burgundy t-shirt. Adam I'm Knox. Adam Knox wearing burgundy. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, Milk yeah. was a bad <laughs>
1: choice <laughs> <laughs> Folks, if you're out there, if you've got the lockdown blues Chuck on a little film called Anchorman Absolutely yes. piss funny us and all the other blokes at the footy club, we just absolutely <laughs> love it. A Mate, real laugh riot.
0: I love it and I love wham! <laughs> Whoa. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, who knew I would have gotten away with never having formed a personality? <laughs> Less important than they said it was growing up.
1: Well, I guess we'll be talking about Anchorman in a few weeks on the uh, bonus episode series that we're doing right now over yes. on our Patreon. We are counting through the, uh, we're doing year by year, the 2000s. Mm. Uh, we're two weeks in and uh, you can get that right now at our Patreon. You chip in a little money every month and you get an extra episode every week where we talk about all the pop cultural stuff that's not video games. And yes, at the moment, uh, at the moment we're doing the early aughts. Music, movies, TV, mm. it's yeah. a lot of fun.
0: We'll have observations about Anchorman, like the fact that it is actually a good movie. Same with Borat, yeah. where like... <laughs> yeah. There's a big difference between liking Borat and quoting Borat.
2: Right. Totally. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I remember, I mean, hey, here's a little sneak peek for the episode we're going to do on it. I remember going to see Anchorman in the cinema and laughing the entire way through. It is a great, very funny movie. (laughs) I remember going to see Anchorman in the cinema but convincing my friends
0: there to watch Collateral instead.
2: Oh, <laughs> what? oh.
0: yeah! Fuck! Okay, yeah. Say, yeah. save it, save, it, save it. This is too good. This is too good. Yeah. Yeah. This has uh, got to be behind the paywall. Nah, nah. This is free. <laughs> I've already started the story because they, <laughs> they like, <laughs> <laughs> they. I didn't think Anger looked any good, so oh. I was like, why don't we see Collateral instead? And I'm think oh. pretty pretty heavily pushed my point there. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's Tom Cruise, but he's the villain this time. Uh, it is yeah. a, good a, it's a, it's a, it's a good movie. It's a great movie, yeah, for sure, yeah. yeah. But I tell you what, the weekend after Anchorman comes out, if you go and have a little lunch in the <laughs> schoolyard <laughs> and everyone else is talking about Anchorman because everyone's a 14-year-old, yeah, and Anchorman yep. exactly hits them right between the eyes, you're not winning any credibility by going,
2: yeah, but what about
0: Jamie Foxx's dramatic
2: turn? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, when people wow. around you in the schoolyard were pointing at you and going, 60% of the time, you're wrong every time. You are like, what? what? What are you talking about? about? I is care. that a hitman thing? Because that's all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: that
2: was really stupid.
0: But it um, goes to show how much political sway I had in the group. <laughs>
1: I was going to say, this is a, no offense, but this is a weak group of friends that are just like yeah. completely well, had their plans changed by. It's not like it's not like it's two movies that both looked great. I mean, yeah, Collateral was good, but mm. yeah, it was a bit of a it was a real like, what even is this film? Is well, this going to be any good? Were like?
2: you you were in a gang, Knox, uh, in high school? Were you the leader of the rowdy rebels? No,
0: or- this gang wasn't even <laughs> formed yet, as well. Wow, like, I I I don't know what the fuck happened. Maybe I, it's got to be that heaps of us thought Anchorman might have been bad right. because uh, trailers that they'd show on TV for movies back in the the orts as well were fucking awful all of the time yep. like yeah, they yep. made especially comedy movies and i guess this is still kind of the case look like they'd be dog shit
2: yeah mm. yeah that's fair so they, i, I they... don't
0: know i might have been, been i might have been i might have been right in terms of what we were shown of both beforehand
1: mm. i watched a trailer for a, a film that just kind of came up i was searching for something else on amazon prime and it, this just came up as like a you know this is similar or whatever mm. it's a film called mr fuzzy pants And it's like a body swap movie. Kevin Spacey. Oh, I've watched this. Yeah. Have you actually seen it? I have
0: actually seen the (laughs) entire movie. (laughs)
1: Okay. It's directed by the guy who directed the Men in Black movies. And it's like a body swap. Kevin Spacey, kind of absent father, goes to get his daughter a cat as a gift. And then he ends up trapped inside the cat's body. Yeah. And the thing that's awesome about it in the trailer is like, it just looks so low rent because he's talking. It's Kevin Spacey's voice. But they haven't bothered to like make the cat looks like look like it's. T- they've just shot right. a cat yeah. and then just had him dub. For- it's it like looks so low rent. There's two or three <laughs>
0: shots that they've like CGI'd the cat where like the cat will jump into a wall and bang against it and then go. <laughs>
1: Right, like cool.
0: would kind of slide down the wall, but other than that, yeah, it's just shots of a cat with Kevin Spacey over top. Be like, oh god, I wish I wasn't a cat. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you come back to my cat trailer and we can uh,
2: run some lines together, young young actor? <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> he says that in the film. Wow, that's crazy. They They're had hiding in plain <laughs> sight. They had animal mouth technology in Babe, and that was years ago. Mm. Yeah,
1: they were doing that. That's. Wow! They did more in Mr. Ed.
0: Yes. Yeah. Animal mouth technology is a group of words that together make me feel really uncomfortable. It's my band. Yeah. It's my
2: tool cover band. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, speaking
0: of bad trailers.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Can I tell you a trailer that I thought was all right?
2: Whoa! I reckon I can guess because I had the same reaction. All right. Let's let's go. I don't think I know the name of the game though. Pokemon. Blah 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 blah. Wrong. Collateral starring Tom Cruise. <laughs> uh, yeah. <Pokemon> Pikachu's
1: <laughs> evil in this one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pokemon Legends Ar- Arceus? Arceus, yeah. Arceus, think, yeah. whatever the name of the Pokemon that it's named after is. <clears throat> Pokemon Legend. Pokemon Breath of the Wild. Mm. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So you've only a seen a little bit of this. This is like a mm. full trailer that's come out. Yeah. They, sorry, you are about to say they did a Pokemon Direct kind of thing where they showed off. Little more of the diamond and pearl remakes. Right. Um, nothing too interesting in the rest of it, other than this mm. uh, quite long trailer that shows a bit more of a look. Because really, all we'd seen of this so far was, um, yeah, just some, just some wa- some someone, uh, the your character kind of like walking through the wild. Um, not not too much of an idea of what you'll be doing. Mm. But this one, yeah, much longer, much more involved trailer. Um, bit more of an idea of what you'll be doing, but it's still a little unclear to me at
2: least. Right, because it is that open world thing of like, we've seen instances of fighting a Pokemon or catching a Pokemon or running around or, you know, having the flying traversal and a horse stag thing. But yep. in terms of, yeah, what's driving you, what the story or the, the thrust or the plot is, is uh still unknown, right? Sure. Yeah. It, it doesn't appear... Or at least we haven't
0: seen anything yet that suggests the sorts of like puzzly or dungeon elements that were a big part of what made Breath of the Wild so fun to explore that you would find these unique parts of the world that had interesting things to do.
2: Mm -hmm. This doesn't have any
0: of that. There's like one town that they show off, but towns in Pokemon games are boring generally. It's a bunch
2: of people standing around. They'll be like, I'm wearing shorts today. Fuck off.
0: Yeah, Yeah. that, that last
2: one, was it Sword? Sword and shield. shield, yeah. They literally copied uh, templates <laughs> for multiple towns. I remember being like, "That's just that street flipped in reverse." So oh, right. right, yeah, yeah. Not the yeah. This is uh,
1: set in like a time that's the, yeah. The really interesting thing about this is that it's set before the kind of formalisation of pokemon battling right so Mm. gyms and stuff don't exist yet and there's not that whole kind of like infrastructure that is like the the driving force of the mainline pokemon games. so this is like kind of seems like it's doing a bit of a not quite feudal japan but certainly sort of yeah this this sort of Mm. yeah this sort Mm. of ancient days pokemon world kind of um idea which is which is cool which is neat it's yeah.
0: close to that sort of 1800s uh, era from, like, Ace Attorney that we saw recently. It reminded yeah. me of that. Yeah. I'm just watching the trailer again now sort of here. And, yeah, it, it really, really is Breath of the Wildy in a good way yeah. where, yeah, you've got, like, a Pokemon that you're riding on in the water, like a little surfboard Pokemon. Mm-hmm. you got a stag Pokemon. You've got a flying one. And the the exploration and traversal, at least, does seem to be pretty much the same kind of thing. There it, it looks, doesn't yeah. look segmented in the way that Sword right and shield were, right? But and who very, knows?
1: like, yeah, very on rails, very like um linear. Yeah, it's um, it's it's still really hard to tell because from the uh original trailer, it looked like it was the big difference. Was this is all real time and you're actually catching these wild Pokemon by having to yeah do do stealth and you, you mm-hmm. know deploy these pokeballs at the right time but then this trailer has elements of th- showing like little bits of turn-based battles in it but then it also has kind of real-time stuff as well when yeah. you're seeing someone kind of running around trying to dodge you out of the way of a mm. wild Pokemon that's attacking it so it, it's yeah it's really hard to tell what is the like main kind of thing that you're doing in this I assume catching them in the wild but then the little bits of battles that, that we see in this trailer um, yeah, I, I don't really. I mean, I it really almost looks
0: like the whole thing is in real time, but you're throwing yeah. out Pokemon as like uh, party members, kind of. Or mm-hmm. maybe these attacks where they're coming up to before you get into a battle and you're dodging out of a battle, like uh, a bunch of games that have that sort of you can see your enemies in the field type of thing. Like, for some reason, Paper Mario is the one that jumps to mind where you can run away from them right. and yeah, dodge them. So yeah, it's hard to tell uh, exactly what it'll be, but it's not too far away. It's like January twenty second or something in twenty two, twenty yeah. eighth yeah. maybe. Yeah, early yep. January. To, oh, sorry, late January, early twenty twenty two. Yes, later <laughs> from now, but early next year. <laughs> yeah, sort of very middle very late twenty twenty one. Right? Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. The latest <laughs> possible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it looks cool. I do like the the era that it's set in. There's no formalized gyms, so they're all called James. Uh, we, it's good. I feel like we've had that joke 10 times <laughs> for some reason within Isn't the last jo- three or four
0: pieces of content that we've made.
2: No, but it's wasn't no, it a joke that you it. had in your stand-up. I feel like that's where I got it from. Uh, maybe that's why. I swear. It definitely has yeah. come up in something recently.
1: That is awesome. Turning up your nose at something and then the other person <laughs> going, that's actually you that I've been quoting there. Genuinely, well, no, but <laughs> I,
2: I – because I, I, obviously I thought about it while when you said the word gyms before and I've been sitting on it since then. And yeah, I was thinking yeah. the whole time, I, I think this is one of Knox's jokes.
0: Yeah, it definitely was, but I also think that we've repurposed it recently too. <laughs>
2: okay, <laughs> all right. I don't think we have,
0: but you might be right. Who can say? I am sure of it, and that's the
2: end of it. We're seeing no, collateral. You've work. been waking up in a cold sweat, having dreams <laughs> of old stand-up sets. Oh, werewolf warehouses are private werewolf for the middle of the month. Wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm still skeptical on this Pokemon game, though. I think. I thought the trailer was all right, but I am unwilling to get excited for it. Um, I think
0: that's a healthy attitude to have towards any Pokemon game. Yes, yeah, well that's, that's If it the delivers there. on
1: what if it if it's this trailer looks really good. I think they've done a really good job of cutting together this trailer. So if they can deliver on that promise, I think it'll be great, mm. but I don't have a great degree of faith in them being able to do that because I think they're yeah, a bit of a weird company. Yeah. But you know, cuz again it's like this just look this being a spin-off, it's like this looks like what we all kind of wished that the next mainline, and a lot of people wish that the next mainline Pokemon game had have been. It's yep. like, this is what you thought, like, the next gen and being on a console and, yeah, this is just... Cause, so it's like, well, what what is this then? Like, mm. where does this exist? Like, if I worry that because it's a spin... If, if this was them showing off the next mainline game, I'd think this is going to be fucking awesome. But the fact that it's a spin-off makes me think maybe it'll be a little bit half-baked and it'll just be... Yeah, nice terrain to explore, and then there's fucking little cunts running around, and that's it. Mm. I
0: could imagine from how they've been with not wanting to change a Pokemon formula in twenty five years that they are they, they. There's no way that they didn't hear people going, "Hey, make the next real Pokemon kind of more like Breath of the Wild or Mario Odyssey, mm-hmm. and like make yeah. it more open because you've got the technology now." So if this was them sort of trying it out in a in a safer environment for them, yep. and then if right. it goes well, folding that stuff into the new real Pokemon games, that would that would make sense to me. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I yep. think it's boring, but it would make sense.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Because Sword and Shield were really just so, I've I've run out of any steam with that Pokemon formula. I just can't. I really tried. With those games and with like Let's Go, Pikachu mm-hmm. and all of that. And it's just I'm I'm past being able to engage with. The pace of that gameplay is so slow. Yeah. It's so repetitive. It's so similar to the three or four other large games that I've played in my life of the exact same thing, two of mm-hmm. which they're remaking right now with the Diamond and Pearl remakes, which seem underwhelming to everyone who I've seen have a reaction to them Right, pretty mm-hmm. much.
1: Yep, yep. So Yeah, yeah. I think I agree. Like the, the, yeah, Sword and Shield, it's kind of fun for a little bit. Oh, cool, new little animals to, this is kind of like, you know, seeing what kind of new ones pop up as you're walking around. But yeah, just very samey, very quickly. And especially these games are kind of like watered down versions of like a Persona or something like mm-hmm. that. So if you've invested a lot of time into that, it's kind of hard to go back to this. And, you know, the simplicity of it is quite charming, but it's, I, I, yeah, it, for me, I
2: agree with you. It's you know, like a it war
1: in pretty quickly.
2: I think yeah.
0: It definitely still has its fans, obviously, but...
2: I, I was going to say, I have really never been a huge fan of these games. Like, I liked the first one. You know, I had Red, I think, and, and loved it as a, you know, 12-year-old or whatever. Um, but, yeah, there are people, there are millions of people out there who have uncritical and uh, genuine love of, of these games and this franchise. And they don't really care about the the nitpicking that we <laughs> do, which we yeah. d- we do because, you know, that's the the way we engage with the, the, the series and the games. But yeah, there's people who just love it. They love the world, yeah. they it's love the characters. Yeah, comfort food for some people. They yeah. Just, yeah, people yeah. yeah,
1: and I'm, I'm like that with certain things where sure. there's certain things that I enjoy where I'm like, yeah, I just want the same thing again and again. That's why I'm going back in on it. Cause, mm, I yeah. would have
0: said the same thing about me with Zelda and me with Mario though. And it turns out that mm. when they changed it up, it did make it better even for people who were fans of the old version of it. So like, True, I don't yeah. think there's any reason that them mixing things up with Pokemon would turn away no. those existing fans no, as okay. well, you know? There's, yeah. I don't think there's any reason they wouldn't prefer an objectively better game. <laughs> Just objectively.
2: <laughs> um, no, 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 absolutely. But they, they also probably liked Sword and Shield. So it's, you know. But yeah. that's, and that's not a bad thing. I think uh, it is. <laughs> I think it makes you a criminal. Oh, okay.
1: Well, speaking of
2: criminals. Yes. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Big yes to your own segue. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> that wrapped. wasn't me or Nox, that was Rapped. just for everyone to know. <laughs>
0: Speaking of criminals, oh, fuck yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, big rumour mill in the last uh, week or so, especially, that uh, some remasters are soon to be announced of GTA, what is it, 3, Vice City and San Andreas yeah. in... Is it the one pack or is that not specific? I don't know. It's mm. a
0: bit bit of big rumour mill for uh, since like 2008 or something as well. Yeah. That people have been like, oh, you know, they're going to remake them. But mm. for whatever reason, yeah, last week uh, some sort of weight ended up seeming to be behind the allegations yeah. <laughs> that Rockstar were putting out it's hard to. It's unclear if they're just remastered versions or full remake versions of those games. Grand Theft Auto 3 Vice City and San Andreas, the PS2. Well, what, yeah.
2: what IGN is saying is that there, it'll be a remaster on the Unreal Engine. So it'll be, I guess, a different engine, but maybe the same textures? I don't know how that would work. Because you can play, they've got the PS2 versions of
0: those games on the PS4 and 5. Yeah. Like you can buy those yep. games and play them right now if you want to. Yes, yeah, yeah on PC I'd love
1: if this is like the new Switch Pro rumour where it's like this just gets talked about for 18 months and then <laughs> finally what it ends up being is just like a patch for the versions of them that are on the app store. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. That's all it is.
2: Because
0: <laughs> I don't remember Rockstar having done this with any of their games at any point. They've done ports of things, but yep. I'm not sure that they've fully gone back and remastered or remade something to the extent that you could call it a new ish whatever definitions product like red dead is yeah. very famously stuck on those old consoles yes because it was so poorly made <laughs> they couldn't <laughs> yeah like put it back together again on a pc or whatever so yeah i don't know I it, it's it's hard to say what these would even look like if they were to come to fruition
2: yeah, I wonder
1: if a bit of it is like uh, wanting to update them because they make so much money out of the um, uh, you know the online GTA stuff now, and mm. they're probably still a long way from having a you know that's been around for so mm-hmm. long. They're still a long way off having a new GTA to be able to monetize in that way. So maybe it'll be kind of a similar thing. Those maps with an online mode added and then that's like a fresh kind of thing okay. that that audience that maybe never played them back in the day can get into. I could see something like that being a justification
0: for it. Well, yeah, because There's cool. another GTA five port coming out. Right. November is that for, for the PS5 and for the, the PS5, Series X and yeah. everything.
2: I could see them just, yeah, doing this remaster and then in GTA five slash GTA Online, importing some stuff into that. So it's like, hey... Pay forty bucks for these old games that have been remastered, and also for everyone in GTA Online, here's some new skins and maybe a little bit mm. extra land or something like that. Yeah, maybe you can fly to Liberty City and, right. to,
0: and to San Andreas and to Vice City. Yeah, uh, that does make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, which that that could be the reason. I mean, I I,
1: I, mm. I never played any of these back in the day, so I'd be yeah, I'd be down for this. I'd mm. be. Uh, I hope this. I hope this is true and that it happens soon because yeah
0: they were good at the time i don't know yeah. like well i do know that they have suffered from age mm-hmm. but yeah. part of that is technical issues so maybe that stuff could be fixed like that's true the controls yeah. being a bit outdated now and the, the the graphics and like the pop-in and all that sort of stuff being noticeable these days and was at the time as well
2: yeah, I, I do remember thinking that San Andreas was like, oh, this is like the real world. I'm looking at a one-to-one, you know, the amount of T-shirts you can buy, you can do weights and get bigger. Like, I was like yeah. just completely blown away by that game at the time. And yeah, I've tried to go back and it's like, this looks like shit <laughs> and it plays like <laughs> shit. Right. Which is yeah, a shame. but yeah.
0: definitely they, they were great games and I would love to to see better versions of them, sure. Why yeah. not? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't and know the, But
0: the rumour is as well that they're going to be releasing on the Switch as one of the platforms that they're coming out on, which does make you think, oh, okay, well, how extensive could this be then? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're not going crazy with it. Yeah.
0: yeah. The answer is not very. Right. Because <laughs> if
2: I, you know, I imagine if they're touting that it's going to be on Unreal, it'll be like physics and and motion and gameplay that'll be improved, not right. graphics and textures and shit like that, which is cool. That's that's still cool.
0: There's rumors saying October to November this year. So we, if this is true, should find out about it pretty soon, right? Yeah. Probably about an hour after we upload this
2: episode. <laughs> true, yeah, there'll be a press release. There'll be a trailer, uh, which is great. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah,
1: well, they, uh, yeah, they could add a new mode into GTA Online to um, kind of... Sell this, get this out there. Um much like the new online mode <laughs> that's yes. been added to Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's done it again. Um the new online mode that's been added to uh a recent favourite of this show, Fortnite. Oh, that's yes. right. We're dabbing, we're flossing, yeah. we're absolutely loving it over there.
2: We're apparently still fighting bots. <laughs> I was <laughs> going to say, yeah. Um, oh, I, meant, I meant to bring it up when we were uh, plugging the Patreon before. If you want to watch us play the Trio's version of Fortnite, um, that's, uh, that's up now for $10 patrons, which is the same tier as the weekly podcast. Um, yeah, apparently... Because it's like the second time we've played as a trio, we're still playing bots.
1: Yeah. yeah. When does this end? When do you, When do we actually start playing well, real people? I don't
0: know. <laughs> the comment says the NPC bots, uh, blah blah blah. So one person saying that we and we knew that some NPCs were defending story yeah. areas and that yeah. sort of stuff. Like it was obvious that some of them were bots. Yeah. But um, there are also other bots that like emulate players that can put shields on and have okay aim. A few matches after your preliminary preliminary practice rounds is when you start getting it with, with real players, apparently. Okay. So we're still oh. fucking So I guess that's a probation. series yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Us getting our yeah, fucking red peas on Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind
1: this at all. We just keep going until we actually realise that we're definitively we can say we're playing real people. Yeah. Yeah.
2: The I first time
1: good.
0: one of the bots calls us a slur is yeah. when we can finish the series.
2: But there, I swear, we looked at the player list and like there were players named like Please Let Me Win 11111. One. It's like that's not a bot, surely. That's a person. But it, is maybe this what- it's a person who's
0: given a funny name to a bot. I guess. Yeah, is
1: this is this just what the Turing test is now? You just get <laughs> dropped in for Fortnite and you can you tell the difference between an NPC and a And a human opponent.
2: Yeah, people who were playing us are like, they were definitely bots. They were stupid. (laughs) The AI was so bad on those guys. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, we've been playing Fortnite. Honestly, we've been having a fun time with it. We went to that concert together. Uh, What's not fun, yes, is Fortnite (laughs) ripping off wholesale. Segway within Segway. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Um, The concept of Among Us, the the gameplay mechanic. (laughs) But
0: also, I mean, that is what Fortnite did with PUBG. Yes, it initially. is. Initially, yes, it's, it is. It's the most sense that any decision Fortnite's made has has made. Mm. They've it, got this
1: uh, scientist character in there now that's got like spiky blue hair and he's belching all the time and he's in a white lab coat that I swear they've just stolen from a <laughs> yeah. from a popular cartoon show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's
0: it's so it, it's it's that uh, uh, it's Among Us. You're running around a map that has tasks on it and you're trying to figure out who is sabotaging the tasks by having real life discussions with actual players or yeah. for the first 50 rounds apparently bots <laughs> fuck <laughs> but it is it is very much just among us that they've ripped off yes But uh, so it, it, it is egregious and it is blatant but it is very very common within the world of video games to do this mm. all of the time
2: yeah, I think the thing that's most galling is that among us are uh, their development team are open to collaboration. Uh, they also they are a small indie team, um, and Fortnite in this case are like the big bad corporation ripping off a an independent artist's work. I think I mean, the they're only- literally
0: they're big enough to go toe to toe with Apple. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: yeah. It is. It does put a bit of a dent. I would hope in the perception of them as you know. Pro consumer, because this is shitty. I think if you were to play devil's advocate, you could say that the game format itself is not uh, was not invented by the Among Us team, right? That would be their logic. Surely, yeah. yeah. But um, Among Us is the famous one. It's the successful one, and it is obviously uh, it has obviously been ripped off by Epic to capitalize on that popularity for themselves. So it's yeah. No good. It's just, it's
0: weird because this happens all the time with games in every genre that like, you know, Assassin's Creed comes out and then all of a sudden every game is letting you climb all over buildings. And I don't Mm -hmm. even know if Assassin's Creed was the first one to do that. There probably was one before it. Like, how far back do you go and be like, well, Epic owe money to whoever made Operation Winback because that had cover in it in exactly the same way that Gears of War did. So it is a a commonly accepted thing within the video game world that for whatever reason, plagiarism is less of an issue to people morally between video games than it is in movies and stuff like that. And I don't get why that is, and I don't necessarily agree with it, but it's extremely common.
1: Mm. But even like what's the difference between like them doing that and, uh, you know, a game like Death's Door, which is doing a lot of the old school kind of Zelda dungeon formats and and, you know the difference between that where you know people like you and me love that game Adam and the way we would describe it is probably like oh it's like this it's cool it's like a love letter to these old style Zelda dungeons that they're not really making anymore and so this team kind of went like let's but it's but it is essentially the same thing but it's like giving something the benefit of the doubt of going like these creators really like love this format and wanted to do their own spin on it versus like these assholes ripped off this thing for their own benefit
0: well, and then I think it is what you said, Ben, where it's the size of the person doing it. Yeah, I think
2: yeah. There's I think this, the examples you were um, making before, Knox, about like cover sh- third person cover shooting and stuff like that, is that's like those are mechanics within a larger format um, that were definitely like you know repurposed and and um, became much more commonplace after they were invented by one team. And then right. I think Tommy in in the case of Death Store, it's like. Um, it's inspired it by like yeah the mm. entire game is inspired by a genre or a kind of game but yep. within it there were creative mechanics that were innovative and the presentation was different but yeah yes. i think yeah. it's 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 always sort of gray but you can also you know it's like is it is it porn the saying is like if you'll know that it's porn like the way like there's no there's oh, no this, guiding right. line, but it's like if you see porn, you know it's porn. Right, right, right. And yeah, it's I like see what if,
0: you mean, but it doesn't have like a specific definition that separates it from right. being porn.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can watch an art house film that like shows sex, but it, you know it's not porn. Um, and with this, it's like a, you can tell when something is a ripoff versus yeah. a, a, an inspiration or something like that. And the, yeah, there's no codified, you know, set of rules. You just kind of feel it. I get that yeah. that makes sense cuz in that case in 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 that scenario
0: this is like the Fortnite Among Us mode is a full on cum shot to the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is I, a I full It so. It is someone <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> I would be surprised if like the people behind Fortnite if their rationale with this is that Among Us has been around for a while now. It's had its huge kind of cultural moment. And that's kind of been and gone now. And it's sort of, you know what I mean? In terms mm-hmm. of it having its peak cultural relevance, like they probably think like, you know, we didn't launch this when it was at the peak of its powers and mm-hmm. we could have stolen people away. Like we've done this as its. Gone. I'm not saying I agree with that, but I I wouldn't mind betting that that's their like internal rationale for why they're not just like yeah. really dogging these guys over. But,
0: and the um, fact that that is kind of Fortnite's MO at this point is to take other people's shit and then put it in mm. their game. Right. Maybe that adds like a straw on the camel's back thing, where they're like a fucking gen, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know what the reaction to this has been from people who more actively play Fortnite, Fortnite or um, Among Us. I don't know how much regular people, the average Joe six-pack down mm-hmm. at the down mm-hmm. at the build site, mm-hmm. the average uh, Jimmy Hardhat. hat walking down towards the construction yard yeah mm-hmm. the average bob the builder walking down to his job at the fucking thing i pretend to care about is um <laughs> the so i've been watching so many videos of politicians talking lately all skins the,
2: available in fortnite by the way all of those um <laughs> but like <laughs> do
0: people outside of the people who talk about video games on a on a more like esoteric Bullshit level, (laughs) like we do. Do do people care? Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I imagine a lot of people listen to this probably aren't even aware that this (laughs) happened. I mean, you're either you're in you're into Fortnite and you're playing it regularly, or you're just like you know you're a confused parent that's you know completely tapped out to it.
2: I mean, I saw the the uh, two types, the two (laughs) genders, (laughs) two (laughs) genders. I saw someone. I think it was on Twitter. We got a like from someone who was verified. For our Fortnite I put up I think early access, you know, a promo. And I was like, Oh, who's this verified person? And it was a professional Fortnite player whose YouTube oh. channel has like three hundred thousand sub, like subs and their well, most give us recent a fucking <laughs> share then, cut I know, I know. <laughs> they're two
1: most And technically, th- professional Fortnite player, that's technically us. I mean we you know, yeah, it we is. generated that's a bit true. of revenue from putting up that video. <laughs> <That's> so <laughs>
2: true. So where is our fucking blue tick? No. Um <laughs> their two most recent videos on the channel are about quitting Fortnite. So I, I do think, and people have said this before. Fortnite itself, there has itself, been a lot of that. It's on wow. a downward trajectory, so yeah. it feels like a desperate move to latch onto a, a game that is also popular. You're definitely right, though, Tommy. Like Among Us was at its height May last year. I feel like.
0: It, yeah. Maybe like August, September yeah. last year. It does feel like a desperate uh, desperate ploy from a failing business to attach yourself to something bigger than you, which where would, where could they watch that Fortnite video again? <laughs> Was it at YouTube.com? Uh, no, Patreon.com
2: slash Filthy Casuals Pod. Uh, or YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I fucking hate it when something... You, I think that definition is right. You can tell when something is plagiarism. Yeah. You yeah. just yeah, fucking yeah. feel it. Yeah. And this does feel like it because it, there's nothing... There's no parallel creativity to it, you know what I mean? It's not right. taken it and then used it for this other thing. It's just this thing, but uh, plonked into their their property, which yeah. is a shame.
2: Yeah. Um. So fuck epic. But let's get on to. I think if we're done with perhaps news, let's get on to some more positive uh, discussions.
0: Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't know of anything else going on in the news at the moment.
2: I think that's it. Yeah, let's uh, talk about what we've been
1: playing this week. Yeah, who wants to who wants to kick things off? Tommy
0: uh,
1: does. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, right. I'll, I'll start us off. Why the fuck not? Yes. We talked last week about the uh, Indie World Direct, and there are a few games kind of dropped overnight from that. Uh, I started playing Garden Story, the game that I'd been looking forward to from that for a little while. It was uh, wrapped to see that it had uh, yeah shown up. Um, immediately after that presentation mm. on the eShop. So, yeah, it's a game sort of similar to, I guess, Stardew Valley or Animal Crossing, that kind of thing. It's, it's a little kind of cartoon world, very pastel colours. You play a little grape um, who's given the task of being the new guardian of this little area. And it seemed to me from the trailers to be like, yeah, they're kind of um, – Going around getting resources, building stuff, crafting stuff, but then having a bit more of a story to it and a bit more propulsion to it than just, you know.
0: Not an original idea it. then. <laughs> it sounds like a fucking rip-off. This is pornography. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, it's, uh, it's cool. It does take a long time to get going as right. those sorts of kind of resource gathering games kind of do like it takes you a long time to be you know have enough stuff to be like you know building a lot of things and kind of really feel like you're in the in the thick of it right. um but basically the way that it like each day you it's it's got a day cycle you wake up there's a little notice board of things that people are asking you to do in the town and they're kind of they're sort of one of uh, three different categories. That's either like fix this bridge. Um, that's like a little puzzle of switches that you've got to hit in the right order to, to put the bridge back on. Collect five shards of glass for this, um, oh, or defeat yeah, this many area enemies. <laughs> in give this me the energy area. to farm. <laughs> <laughs> hit the shard. Hit the shard, you little fucking grape. <laughs> um, oh, fucking
0: do it. What are you, a cop? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, so yeah, that that element of it is pretty cool, and I got into the cycle of that like the little flow of that is, um, was very engaging and it just kind of, you know, you, you so you level up the town, like the more of those tasks that you do, the more you kind of level up and get different stuff from the stores. And I believe that there's new areas that you'll be moved onto once you've mm-hmm. kind of maxed out this area. Um, but then I'm now in basically a dungeon that's got like a kind of a combat bit in it that's got a boss that I'm – having to fight and i'm finding the doing combat in this control scheme and how it all handles to be very difficult you have a little sword you have like a little stamina gauge that you can use to run but you also use up the stamina gauge every time you swing your sword right so it's just it's so time consuming to get in close and get these hits you you kind of move pretty slowly which is fine when you're just walking around the map, but I, I kind of very abruptly having been thrown into this like pretty involved combat thing that's not just like, hey, there's a little thing there on the map, you just got to kill it now, like an actual kind of boss. Mm. I am finding, yeah, finding it really difficult. And this is the first kind of thing like this in the game that it's, it almost feels like the controls are just not, um, yeah, just not built for this type of uh, encounter. So, I'm, yeah, I think I'm, I'm a couple of hours in, like, it just the kind of, like, pottering around and the tone and the, the visual style and the music of it I've really been enjoying. Um, if I could fucking – if I could get this boss beaten, I'd probably be – you know, I could speak more to it. But I'm just – I'm feeling a bit – yeah, I don't know. if it, If it keeps up being this sort of, yeah, weirdly difficult to do combat and feeling like you're – Yeah, it it feels like a a, a completely different game has sort of been transplanted on your. Right. You're using a, you're using a bunch of mechanics that aren't sort of made for this sort of encounter that you're in. Um, So yeah, I still don't really know where I land on it because I do, I do like it overall. I like the tone of it. I think the idea of a, a one of these kinds of games where you just Pottering around a village, but there's an actual kind of plot and there's stuff happening is very appealing to me. That's the kind of thing that makes me generally bounce off that type of game. Is right. just sort of you know without it without an end goal, I kind of just lose interest yeah. a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm finding the combat a little yeah. I'd be interested to know anyone who's listening who's playing it how they're how they're finding that. If it's just me, if I just need to yeah play it a bit more and get my head around it. But it does it. I have found it yeah very. Um, very jarring mm. in that
2: sense. H- and you haven't... Uh-huh. Have you looked up if anyone else... If this is mentioned in any reviews or anything? Because, yeah. There's
1: really not all that many reviews about it that I could find. Right. Yeah, I did a quick... G- there's like... there's. I could only find like one review of it. I think just because of the fact that it's an indie that just kind of got shadow dropped. That it, right. it, it's not like... Um, yeah, I haven't really been able to find too much out there about it. But, um, yeah, I don't know if this is just me or if this is a common complaint. Um, I mean... Yeah, fully prepared to accept that it is just me. But it's, yeah, it's weird. It, it just seems to have thrown this, like, pretty involved kind of, yeah, boss fight in as, like, the first way of doing your actual first big combat challenge. Seems, um yeah, I just am dying again and again and again. But, yeah, I'm liking all the other stuff about it. So I am going to persevere.
0: Because, like, as much as, you know... You're, you're saying it could be your fault and whatever, but you've played harder, you know. like Yeah, just you're a Hollow Knight fan. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I
1: think maybe that's... But in a weird way, I feel like maybe that's what's meaning that I'm finding it hard because it's 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 similar to some of the boss fights in that in terms of, like, you know, it's top down and mm. I keep wanting to have, like, a little dodge to get out of the way and a, and, you know, have more attacks, but I'm just like... I'm having to get really in close because I've got this, like, very short-ranged sword. Right. And then I'm getting in and it's just – this thing's just destroying me. It's, it uh,
0: it's strange how that sort of thing can happen where there are games that aren't, you know, renowned for being hard, but there can just be a mechanic that doesn't work with the way your brain is set up for whatever reason and you just never, ever get good at it. There's, like, the racing in Wipeout was that for me. Right. Where yeah. I just could never fucking figure out how those th- – shitty fucking floating ships were meant to control and it means that i found those games harder than they seem to be for most people well yeah and in a case like
1: this where it's trying to do a couple of different things at once if the majority of the game is kind of like going around this little environment and getting resources and chopping down trees and all that kind of stuff and then five to ten percent of it is combat then you're not going to have put the same amount of time mm. into developing the combat as all the rest of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you're trying to do these co- kind of all different things, it's like probably something is going to suffer and it's probably going to end up being the thing that you're not doing in it as much because they haven't designed it to be a combat-heavy game, which, yeah, Death's Door is. So, mm. obviously, that's the thing they really built into it.
0: That is the main thing I've seen people saying about this game is the the positive stuff, at least. is like, yeah, it's nice and chill. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah. I did have a really nice time, uh, yeah, just... On the couch as the vax side effects were really hitting oh, yeah. It was just like, well, getting, getting woozy, getting lost in this little, in this little, bright maybe it is you
2: there. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe, yeah, you could, there could be some synapses that aren't firing. I remember, <laughs> I think it was Stardew Valley and it wasn't the combat, but there was just like one mechanic that just like I overlooked or. Is something that if you go on like Game Facts or whatever, people are like, oh yeah, you know, like at the start of Stardew Valley, you always blah the blah because then you get this, like you get more rocks or you, it's like a mechanic that makes the game easier or like possible but it's not spelled out and it's not part of the story, not part of a sh- yeah. tutorial. Like, maybe it's like, oh, yeah, garden story. You're meant to upgrade the sword by doing this quest. for. Like, maybe there's one of those kind of uh, things. Yeah, because it,
1: it, yeah, it does it, – it sort of holds your hand a fair bit to begin with because you, you sort of are like – you're chosen to be this guardian and you're kind of taken through, like, the lore, but it, it does have – a lot of stuff going on in the menus that it doesn't really tell you a great deal about. And even right. in terms of like the leveling up the town and stuff, it doesn't super, super explicitly spell that out early on. So yeah, I may have just missed a fucking great sword or something mm-hmm. somewhere that would make this, this are, battle a lot easier.
0: Sometimes just games that don't sync up with the way you think as well. Like I loved out of wilds and I know plenty of people who are like, Oh, it's not for me because they're just not, thinking about the game in the way that the game wants you to. Right. Yeah, You know, and yeah. so just sometimes you and a game can both be great as individuals <laughs> but aren't <laughs> compatible together and you've just got to accept it. Mm-hmm. There's no point in trying to force it. You're better off without the game, honestly. Yeah. And that yeah. game will find its players and that's fine. You don't have to be jealous of those players. It's not better or worse that they're playing the game. Mm-hmm. It's just a yeah. different game out there for you. Or maybe you're not a gamer, <laughs> you know? Right. Maybe you're looking well, for I'm- a book. I'm still
1: at the point now of, like, I'm turning up to the games house at 2am and just, like, bashing on the door (laughs) and going, like,
2: give me another chance. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I
0: just think maybe that isn't healthy for either of you.
2: (laughs) But maybe the game's inside thinking, like, if he just texted me a picture of his dick, I'd be into him. (laughs) Hey, okay. maybe, maybe yeah. you should
0: give that a try. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe the game should learn how to communicate better. <laughs> Honestly, if the game has a mechanic that it hasn't told you about, mm. then that's kind of on the game totally. to some extent. Mm. You, know, you, you can't read the game's right. mind. You can't yeah. read the game's mind. But some, need- some people like to date Dark Souls and figure it out as a go. <laughs> or you hear from one of Dark Souls exes, like, "Oh no, <laughs> Dark Souls wants you to do this." Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't Souls need toxic games in my you.
1: life anymore. I'm 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 moving forward. But yeah, I am gonna I, I'm gonna keep trying this because all the other stuff I'm liking enough that like yeah, I, I don't want to just bounce off it because of this. Um, one bit. I'm hoping that I can just. Uh, I'm hoping it'll just be a thing that where it clicks, or I I find that thing that I haven't like unlocked yet, or whatever. Because yeah, everything else about it is um, really cute, really charming. The music's great. It's um, it's very placid. Yeah, if you're um. I still would recommend giving it a giving it a little nudge if you're especially if you're in a lockdown and you're looking for a little yeah, it's just a very little escape charming, cute little busy work game where you just yeah, the up until this point of just yeah, See, walking that's around. The thing. And Games shouldn't feel satin.
0: like busy work. You should be you should be happy <laughs> to play each other.
2: <laughs> Maybe um, you guys
0: could try playing another game together at the same time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about boyfriend dungeon. You're not? No. <laughs> no, I can uh, a little I bit. I thought a... that was going to be part of the podcast. No, no, I, I am. I was, I'm was. i kidding. I've only played it a little bit. Why are you kidding around? <laughs> We're trying to give Tommy <laughs> proper advice here. Why
0: are you fucking yeah. bringing jokes into this?
1: We're at work right now, Ben. Can you take this seriously <laughs> and stop fucking
0: around? <laughs> I used to
2: joke all the time. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I dipped my toe in a boyfriend dungeon. It's out on Game Pass and probably other places, right? It was... Uh, it was part of the Indie World Showcase, so I assume It was, it's yeah, so you'd yeah. imagine it would be mm. on the Switch. Um, but I wanted to give it a shot because there were elements of it that looked cool and looked interesting, and there are games similar to it in the past that I've enjoyed. I mentioned them when we talked about the Indie World Showcase. Uh, Catherine and Persona, you brought up Nox as sort of yeah. in the same realm. Um, and Doki Doki Literature Club as just a visual novel dating sim uh you know deconstruction that that I enjoyed as well and i like this game so far i i think it's good i think the thing that turned me off um dream daddy was the god awful writing i i mm-hmm. thought it was so obnoxiously written um the writing in this is really good it is funny without trying too hard uh the characters are pretty well drawn even though i'm very early in and it's fun to play. It's really well presented. I, yeah, I have nothing bad to say about it. Like, it's okay. a fun little dungeon crawler. It sort of reminded me of Death's Door. It's that perspective. It's that sort of Zelda traditional mm-hmm. style. Um, yeah, the characters, like, they are literally well drawn. They're sort of anime personifications of these swords that you use. Um, there's dynamics set up with kind of weird dudes in the town. I, I'm into it. I, I want to play some more of it, and I, I recommend it so far. But yeah, I'm only like an hour in, so I, I don't want to spend too long on it because it, I might have a different opinion or I might like it even more.
0: Sure. Okay. Uh, well, if I just Google Boyfriend Dungeon and look at some screenshots and what reactions and stuff are, the top three stories about Boyfriend Dungeon at the moment are all from Kotaku, and they are in reverse order. Boyfriend <laughs> Dungeon, updating content warning following backlash. Second story, that was from two days ago. From one day ago, Boyfriend Dungeon voice actor responds to harassment over playing a villain. And the one before that, uh, three hours ago, Boyfriend Dungeon is being subjected to Tumblr's messiest death throws. Yeah. Um, So it seems like it's definitely hit its target fucking audience
2: here.
1: Right. I did see that, the voice actor tweeting like, hey, I'm just playing a bad guy in the game. You don't need to tweet at me telling me you hate me.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Oh
1: my God. I
2: read one story. I think it was a Kotaku story that was a really good rundown of the entire sort of quote unquote controversy, which was that the game, I believe, includes a content warning at the start of it. It Um, doesn't adequately.
0: This is from Kit Fox Games. There are right. people who made it. The yep. content warning for Boyfriend Dungeon inadequately describes the events of stalking and emotional manipulation that exist in the story. We'll update the game next week with a more accurate content warning. We apologize for any hurt inflicted by our mistake. Thanks for playing. And look, like, you know, this sort of stuff can be really important, content warnings and stuff like that, but I feel like, I, I, look, I don't know anything about the context or the content or whatever, mm-hmm. but something about that strikes me as... um. If, the, if if one of the actors is also being harassed for being a villain in the game, it strikes me as though the same people might be being a little bit particular about this right. particular content warning. To I, me, right. someone I, who I, just said, I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, <laughs> yeah,
2: so I've encountered the character and then I read a lot about it. Uh, uh-huh. Also, by the time I started playing this game, that content warning had been significantly updated. It says, now, this game... Uh, features elements of stalking and harassment, and um, this may be triggering or hurtful to some people who, you know, don't want to encounter that content. The game also, initially without anyone complaining, featured a content warning saying, This game features positive and supportive texts from a character called Mum. This may be triggering for some players. Oh, I wow. think this game is unfortunately within the realm of uh, discourse and experience and, you know, engagement that is very sensitive, in some ways good, to uh, the trauma of its players and -hmm. its community. And I just don't... I agree that there should be, you know, content warnings and people can opt out if they don't want to experience that content. I've seen a yeah. lot of responses to this that suggest that content should be stripped from the game, which is ridiculous. Like, you can't change mm. art just because it makes some people feel bad. The character in the game is meant to make you feel bad. You know, like some movies, they're meant to scare you. They're meant to make you feel yeah. on edge. They're meant to make you have an emotional response. That is the the, you know, the purpose of all art. So, mm. yeah, my, my opinion personally is that a content warning may be necessary for some people, not for me. I've never thought that necessary for anything I've ever consumed, but um I think the response to this game in particular um is over the top. Just my to opinion. Be fair,
0: they that 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 first content warning that you read out was actually the second one, so they'd already patched it at one point and the original said Warning, the following show features stunts performed Either by professionals or under the supervision Of professionals Accordingly, MTV and the producers must insist That no one attempt to recreate or reenact Any stunner activity performed on this show So I don't know if that was necessarily Sufficient
1: (laughs) And they took that out?
0: They deleted all of that for the yeah, wow. subsequent ones.
2: Now that is a, a reference we've definitely made <laughs> within the past yeah. week. Yeah, so now yeah. T- we're even, Stevens. Uh, exactly. So they deleted all
1: of that and replaced it with this. R- features references to a mum.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, I thought the that's. I mean, this is just where I am, you know, in in terms of yeah. my psychological health, like including a warning that mm. uh, the game features a supportive mother. Seems like being overly sensitive, but that's again just me. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's the kind of thing I don't really want to be involved in in terms of discussion. I, I just, it's just not sure.
0: <laughs> it just seems really like hard. one of those I mean, things yeah. where it's so down to personal experience and personal taste and stuff. This is someone creepily messaging you that you have to respond to to further the story, yeah, yeah, and yeah. so that. I totally get why that would make some people feel uncomfortable. Um it's just so hard to say where the responsibility lands in terms of an author. Mm, yeah, that. where
1: does the yeah, where where do you draw the line where you go? These are the things that should definitely have a content warning and then everything else that may upset someone somewhere is just fair game. Right not not to not to equate this with you know having been stalked or harassed or anything like that mm. but because of my personal history if I watch stuff that's like that's hospital adjacent or set in a hospital I get I get a little prickly as I'm right, watching it. Right. I don't I don't you dated think George that George Clooney during his prime <laughs> when he
0: was <laughs> in Yeah, yeah. And
2: yeah. And you He's miss right him there. every day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think that those things that I've consumed like that should have a warning, you know what I mean? Like mm. I don't uh, you know, not not to equate myself to to those uh, like you know awful things that people have been through that do necessitate content warnings, but because I think that by and large those content warnings should exist. But you're right, Ben. I I, I don't know where you where it's you cut it say. off and because go, it is like,
0: real. Like having a trauma triggered by a uh, you know work of art is a real phenomenon that happens mm-hmm. to. People who aren't the stereotype of, and even if they are the stereotype of being overly sensitive or whatever, who gives a shit like that? They yeah. uh, shouldn't have to feel bad just because they're sensitive. That's right. It's crazy. If anything, they it's get protected good-
1: more. <laughs> right. But it's kind of a good I, thing to be, ultimately. Like I, being yeah. a sensitive person is like a yeah. good trait. I
2: yeah. watched fucking La La Land and it, it gave me like PTSD to a bad relationship that I had. And, and it was genuine. Right. Like I had a panic attack. Um, you-
0: dated George Clooney during his prime exactly and when he he was dancing a lot yeah yeah yeah.
2: (laughs) but um, I had a real point that I was going (laughs) to make as well (laughs) oh but it's also like you play video games where you kill people uh, and that can be you know that's much more serious or it's not much more serious but it's like somehow that's not as, um, as as sensitive an issue as something like this but also like I like that this game is a dating sim slash dungeon crawler where the dating sim aspect also has a villain. You know, I think that's a really right. interesting piece of creative work to have someone. It's not
1: just like, yeah, pick these five people that are all kind of like good in their own way. It's like, yeah, hmm. the reality of dating is you come across some real pieces of work. Yeah. So, why And the other yeah, thing is, yeah.
0: where's the harm in having a content warning? And if the company themselves are updating it because they feel as though it should be updated. Then, you know, good for them.
2: They're, they're yeah. doing the right thing. Yeah. 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 So it's hard. just,
0: it's so, it's so weird, this thing. And I think the pornography thing applies again. Like, you just know it when you see it when people are being unfair about this sort of thing. Right. And yeah. I haven't looked enough at this to know that. But just, I have seen it happen a few times where I suppose my response to it quite quickly can be are these people just harassing a fucking developer because. They are, like, the irony of how much someone will harass a developer over themselves feeling attacked or harassed. Or yeah, I'll to- yeah, f- you know yeah. what I mean. That yeah, level yeah, I mean, of hypocrisy guy... happens so much within so many different forms of art that it sucks. But also, it is real in the opposite way. So mm, mm. my point you, is that how um, do you
2: tell that how do you tell that like yeah, these people aren't just narcissists who don't understand that the world doesn't revolve around them. Or or are they people with legitimate grievances? It's like, uh, I don't know, but I bet some of them are narcissists.
0: Be both sometimes, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Uh, What a bigger (laughs) conversation than anyone is
2: equipped to ever deal with. (laughs) Fun game, though. I do recommend it. (laughs) Okay. And if you've been triggered by this conversation or are having a shit time in lockdown like many of us are, I recommend you uh, de-stress with a little game called Islanders that was also featured... In the Indie World Showcase, would you what like is it? Islanders? All right, so what are Islanders? No, what is? What okay, is? what is? What's yeah, what? are, are Islanders? Islanders. <laughs> <laughs> what is the what game? What are Mario? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what it is: a game that I've owned for about a year. Um, this came out on PC ages ago. Uh, it's, I had it on Steam. I never played it until uh, the day after this Indie World Showcase. It is a city building game. But it is uh, a very minimalistic version of that. You basically click start game and an island, procedurally generated, appears in front of you. And it's usually the first, like the f- at the very start, it's kind of small, maybe a few little outcrops. Lots of, f- you know, bits of flat green areas, bits of rocks, maybe a beach. And an island? It, yes. But it's very like, I don't even, it's like a voxel-ish art right. style, very flat polygonal stuff. And the very start of the game, you're offered, like, two choices between random stuff. Usually it's, like, a farm and or a brewery, or it's a fishery or a town centre. And so you click one, and then the other option goes away. And into the little inventory at the bottom of the screen, you get, like... Say, if you pick brewery, you get, like, a little brew house, you get like a little hop field, and maybe one other thing a little house or something not everything you get in this inventory is like directly related to the thing you you click on and then you click on the brewery and you're sort of mousing around the island you have a little you know the little transparent thing of the brewery and everywhere you're mousing um it's showing a different number of points and that is based on the placement so if it's a brewery and it's you know on nice flat land and there's stuff around nearby to build you know you get nine points and then when you pl- place your hop field, you put it next to a brewery and you get extra points. Um, and in the bottom left of the screen is a points goal. And so for that round, you're like supposed to get 30 points. And if you put the stuff in, the, in a good place on the, on the island, you easily get that 30 points. And you click around to like round two and you get another option of what to place. And this time it might be, you know, a city centre and in there is like a tower and four mansions and four houses. And you've got to place them on the island and you've got to have enough room and you've got to have them, you know, nearby each other so they multiply their points. And again, you get enough points to hit, to hit the next round. And you basically keep doing that until you run out of space on the island um, or in the bottom right, you've got enough points to move to a new island. And then if you move to the New Island, you keep your points total, start again, the whole process, you know, loops. And that's basically all there is to it. It's about putting stuff down in the right spot, trying to get points and trying to keep your sort of game going by hitting that points total every round. And it's fucking great. It's so relaxing. (laughs) It's really chill. (laughs) The music's really relaxing. Uh, It's it's complicated enough or it has enough sort of – you know, uh, tweaks to the sort of um, formula that you're always really satisfied when you pull off a round, um, but it's never so hard that you're like, what the fuck do I do now? The hardest it gets right. is you just drag, you know, a building around your island until you go, oh, 24 points, bang. But yeah, I- I'm really loving it for a simple, meditative, relaxing, satisfying game that is not taking too much of my brain power. mm but great. yeah, that sounds great. That it's, sounds exactly what I'm capable of at the moment. And <laughs> like, I'm listening to podcasts, you know, I'm doing other mm. shit, but um, it's just this very simple. It's like playing Tetris or something, you know. It's like, I know what this is going to ask of me, and I know I can do it to a point. And yeah, it'll be, get a bit complicated as I run out of space, but overall, I'm happy to just start again. You know, it's that kind of game.
0: Great. Are there like. I feel like these sorts of games, like the chunkiness of putting something down and like the sound effects that go along with it and all that sort of stuff really makes or breaks how I, how invested in one
2: of these types of things I get. So what it does is it, you get, so say you've got like a bunch of shit put down, you've got like, you know, city center, a bunch of buildings, a market over here. There's Mm. like, sometimes it'll automatically generate some like flowers and shit on the ground. You know, and you got a uh, fishery nearby, whatever. And you pick like, oh, g- I'm gonna put down a little shaman tent, and you okay. put it down, and you realize like, oh, if I get it right in between all those things, it's gonna get like 54 points. And you put it down, and then all of those things around it basically like generate the points, and they go like,
0: yeah, and, great, and go into the points Fuck thing. Yeah.
2: And, and the the points thing is not just numbers; it's a circle. So you see the circle go. And it this is, is what I'm looking for. So this satisfying. This is what I'm looking
0: for. Give me a little fucking animation of a thing getting yes. filled up, and yep. I'm going to play your fucking game.
2: Yeah, like a little cha-ching, like their little coins, you know, like going...
0: Oh. Just give me a bucket. Give me a bucket getting <laughs> yes. filled. Honestly, yes. I should just buy... I think I've even said this before. <laughs> That I think if I bought a bucket and filled it up with water, that would satisfy me as much as anything.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know what the I mean? Just that again. feeling yes. of something
0: being right to the brim. Yeah. <laughs> when you can see the surface tension along the top of a two-full cup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Oh yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Now we're talking <laughs> pornography.
2: Yeah.
0: Now I yeah. know it when I see it.
2: This is the game of that, and... Yeah, like you get satisfaction of like zooming out and being like look at this sick fucking island I've covered in stuff, you know. I've cuz sometimes it'll be uh, you'll put down a little uh factory and little sand like little wheels in sand. They're like I guess mm-hmm. that you know hydro or fucking they they're turning the sand into glass or it's some kind of factory thing. But if you put it nearby another one of those, you get deducted points. So it really is it's all about well I've used this end of the beach. I can maybe fit one on that end. But if I put it in the middle, you know, I'm out of space. Maybe I can use the other side of the island. You do mm-hmm. sort of gradually run out of places to put things and it becomes a race to get enough points to move to a new island, which, right. yeah, it's, it's there's some level of strategy to it. But, yeah, like I said, it's not, you know, stressful or it's not too brain-draining. It's just satisfying. I, I do recommend it on uh, whatever platform you can get it on. I've been, well, yeah, enjoying it on PC.
0: Speaking of this one one thing that is a bit of news that I forgot to talk about cookie clicker is coming a steam. Oh yeah. Oh, yes. Which means yes. cookie clicker will have cloud saves on it. Yes. So oh, you'll wow. never have to fucking leave your browser open again. Yes. <laughs> it's it's true infinite cookie clicker. That's yeah, on the 2nd noticed. of September so
1: great news.
0: Yeah. I'm clicking away. <laughs> That's right when lockdown is scheduled to end for us as well. So I'll right. have two more weeks of lockdown to play that game. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, similar to a uh, kind of similar vibe to what you've been talking about with Islanders, Ben. I've been playing on the Apple Arcade. I've been playing WordWeb, which is mm-hmm. it's sort of a uh, reverse. I guess it's reverse Scrabble, right? Where you you get the words and you're putting them down. You're not getting letters. You're getting full it's words to put Scrabble. down. Yeah, yeah. Got, word-based Scrabble, yeah. 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 I've been playing um, it
0: too along with you because we've both, for whatever reason, still got Apple Arcade. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's, um, it's, yeah, it's exactly that. It's it's what I've been doing um, for like a half hour before bed every night, sitting there doing a couple puzzles and you gradually unlock new kind of theme word categories or sort of types of um, modes that you can do. And, yeah, it's got the little, you put a word down and then each tile goes. Oh. It's like got all yeah. those satisfying little beeps and boops when you, um, finish a level and stuff and so yeah if you've still got uh an apple arcade subscription or even if you don't you think this kind of that's the sort of stuff you like doing on your mobile yeah i'd recommend it it's um it's 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 fun it's It's satisfying good
0: good taking a shit game
1: oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah
0: (laughs) yeah I, I, All I'm right. enjoying that too, but it's not particularly complex. So, no more to say about that. But that, that, ti- it's just a good one. Of, there's plenty bad ones. Like, I was right. playing Two Dots for a bit as well, which I think you recommended on here a few weeks ago. Yes. And that was good, but I got to a point where it was really seeming like the levels were geared to be impossible, so that I had to spend money on the little, um, skills and power-ups and shit. So I ended up deleting it because it
2: really wanted me to give it some money at some point. <laughs> what, but I'm I got
0: like 200 levels in or some shit. Yeah, so. where
2: am I at? I don't think I got that far. Because um, I've been rotating between that and Candy Crush. So when I run huh. out of lives on one, I just start playing the other one. Well, look but at this
0: 53-year-old um,
2: substitute <laughs> teacher. Yeah. Um, Taming Monsters. Good loading screen. I'm on level 226. Right. And I haven't haven't spent any money on it. But I have been, yeah, like I said, rotating it out with another game that has a similarly progress gating uh, mechanic. Yep, there were just a couple
0: levels in the 180s that pissed me off enough that I deleted it and uh, sent a very, very harshly worded abusive letter to the makers of Boyfriend Dungeon (laughs) uh, for casting someone as a villain. So um, yeah, uh, it's that the actor, I guess I'm sorry to go back to this before we were definitely about to wrap up. I guess the <laughs> actor for that character who they didn't put the sufficient content warning about is the person who's been getting the abuse,
2: yeah, apparently, I think so, yeah, yeah, Jesus, it's
0: so weird to to like to do the wrong thing for what seems like the right re- you know what I mean mm, like to to mm. be able to identify, hey, maybe this is uh, trauma inducing material that needs a better warning and to have your reaction to be that so i know what i'll do is actual harassment instead of fictional what a bizarre brain
2: to be in control of yeah i have to assume it's like younger people without you know fucking Mm. critical thinking skills or i don't know I i don't know but i also don't understand it it doesn't it's like it's like you have principles to the point that you will defend them and then don't have principles in the way that you will defend your principles. It just, I yeah, right. I agree. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, whatever. Whatever. Uh, the world is a <laughs> fucked up place right now and I'm going to play 12 minutes for next week <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh, to yeah. escape out of it.
2: Yeah, apparently yeah. that is uh, a little more shocking than people thought it would be. But No, that that makes sense to me. That sounds fucking great.
0: Yeah. um, Next week will be a bit of fun. We'll we'll play some games. A game called Humankind, the most
2: bizarre story of all. Yeah. How we came to be. uh, I've started playing that. It's like a polished, visually exciting, smooth, new civilization game. And I hope there's more to it than that. But if it's only that, um, that's still good. So, yeah, I've started that be playing probably 40 hours of that between now and next week <laughs> great
1: all right well yeah we better wrap it up there for this week filthycasuals.com.au for the links to the patreon that we've talked about the videos the yes. premium Bandcamp episodes that we do get on board all of that stuff thank you very much for listening we'll see you next week and as we say here at the end of every episode of filthy casuals
0: We should point out that the previous episode does contain references to trauma-inducing conversations. So if you uh, don't listen to the previous episode, if you don't like jokes being repeated, uh, (laughs) if you don't like holier-than-thou hosts, (laughs) uh, if you're not really into uh, pauses that happen because we're recording over Zoom. Hold
2: up.